Though mass communication might mean a lot of different things, since appearing in the 1920s, it has come to be associated with a specific array of media technologies, radio, television, newspapers, motion pictures, broad circulation magazines, and related forms that fit what I call the broadcast paradigm. Communication emanating from a more or less centralized source reaching vast and geographically scattered audiences and tied to what the sociologist Lewis Wirth in 1948 referred to as giant enterprises dependent upon and designed to reach a mass audience. Since the 1970s, though, technologies like narrowcast cable television, niche marketing, and the Internet have carved up the old mass audiences. It has become less fashionable to use the term mass to refer to people, and the newer fields of media and cultural studies have arisen and often symbolically distanced themselves from the tradition of mass communications research. As a result, though it lives on in the names of departments, schools, and professional organizations, mass communication doesn't organize intellectual energies like it once did. Instead of tossing the term into history's linguistic trash heap, arguably one manifestation of our broader throwaway culture, I want to argue that we should recycle it, and we'll try to bend some of the creativity unleashed by cultural studies to refigure a sign from which it has often distanced itself. I believe that mass communication is an important idea, not just historically, but also morally, politically, spiritually, and aesthetically. I also believe that engaging with and talking about mass communication are important activities which all of us do in one form or another. To begin to grasp the significance of the idea, though, we need to expand our thinking beyond dominant ways of conceiving the subject. We need to refigure mass communication.